All right, hold on one second. Uh, we have Danielle here. Hold on one second. Let's see if she is. Uh... Hey, Danielle, are you there? Hi, can you hear me? Is this Marilyn Monroe? No, it's not. <laughs> How's it going down there at the Amelie Arena? You're out on the uh, plaza, right? I sure am. We just opened up doors, so we've got our first flood of people headed inside right now. Not too many red jerseys, which I am thoroughly happy with. Me too. Um, it's great. The energy's great out here. It's fantastic. Good. It has uh, been a, uh, a very shorter offseason this year because of how deep the lightning went into the playoffs. Do you think that uh, that has affected the excitement this year at all? I don't. Th I mean, I feel like last season was so it was like high energy all the way, all the way. And I know we've had our dips here, but mm. it feels quite the same to me. When I stepped out, there was just a full transformation out here um, outside of the arena. I know there's even more changes going on inside. So lots of stuff going on. Well, good. That sounds great. I'm uh, sure it's a very, very uh, thoroughly excited crowd. Yes, Seth, a question for Danielle. Hey, I've got Dave Vanderchuk. Do you want him real quick? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yo. Thank you. He's way. He has way more to say than anything I could. All right. By the way, we were we were alone in the break room for a minute, and I was giving him Kleistron nine updates, which just really put me in a new kind of reality that this is like really a job that I have. It's well, awesome. You are a meteorologist at heart. You know, I'm not at all. I was very wrong. <laughs> Thank you. That's great. Just multitasking. Dave's the man. I know. It's big. Hello, hello. Big Dave. Hey, how's it going? Things are good, man. How's everything with you? I'm pumped up, pumped up, playoffs. How yeah. can you not be? How can you not be? This is uh, this is what you play for. Do you feel like, Dave, that uh, with the Lightning's success, this being the third consecutive year that we've made the playoffs, can can complacency set in with the with a city like taking for granted the fact of how difficult it is for a hockey team to make the playoffs? Absolutely, absolutely. Just imagine Detroit after 25 years, how complacent they are about getting in, but. Uh, as a player, no, not uh, maybe as a community because you know we're all going to say, "Hey, we'll go to the next round." They're going to make it, but um, as a player, we they know how hard it is to get in. Uh, Sixteen teams, you know, in our in our conference, eight only get in, and there's there's eight teams that are pretty good that are, are watching tonight. Dave, what do you make of this Jonathan Drouin? Uh, the kid has been up and down all season. I learned when I worked for the Orlando Magic that winning can cure everything, and I kind of think the same thing might carry over to hockey in that if he scores a goal tonight, maybe the game winner, all the past is forgiven, and then he becomes a Tampa Bay sports legend. Am I right? No no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, do you think that they're not going to cheer when he scores tonight? <laughs> <laughs> they're going to cheer. So up and down year for Jonathan really strange situation for both sides and but he's back now yep he's played well he's got you know uh he's got 11 goals in his last 11 games two to end the year with us and he maybe is the x factor that um mm. he's going to come in and um you know maybe get some goals get some key goals for us here that we need you know with it with all the injuries that we have <laughs> let's hope so we've got dave andrew chuck on the line seth kushner dave if you had to single out one player on the bolts who's the key to the series in advancing who would that be well, it's got to be Bishop. I mean, you know, um, for me, you know, he's been the rock all year long. I think this is a guy that can win you a series on his own, which we've seen. Uh, other than the goaltender, I still think it has to be Victor Hedman, going to play top minutes with Strawman out. Uh, we saw him be an animal last year in the playoffs and what he did. Uh, we hope to see that again this year. Dave, I'll tell you, uh, I, the, couple, the time I was a Bolt social captain, I was up on the club level watching so many people who mob you at games. Is there ever a moment during a game when you're <laughs> like, can't I freaking walk to get a corn dog without all these people wanting to take pictures with I me? Would, I would love to do that. I would love to do that. Someday I'd just be a fan. But, no, that's, that's part of the job. I'm, 
I'm okay with it. I, it's it's a new story every time somebody walks up. Uh, I enjoy it. You know, I'm, uh, there's lots of smiles on the faces as you saw when people come up to me. So. Uh, it, it's very cool. Well, I tell you, you handle it like a real champ. You've always got a smile on your face, and uh, the Lightning could do a lot worse than to uh, have you be the ambassador, the vice president in charge of fans, and uh, currently the vice Jeez, president. You, uh, you want to get hired as my agent here? Or... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm good right now. I'll just take yeah. a pair of tickets. Uh, All right. <laughs> listen, take care, Dave. Always great to catch right, up right. with you, man, and uh, thank yeah, you very my much pleasure. for the time. My pleasure. Anytime. You got it, bud. Thanks, Dave, you're the best. <laughs> Danielle's the best. Hold on, I'm coming. Give me my headphones. That's what she said. Hi, shut up. Sorry. <laughs> Great job. You are so good at just snagging us interviews like that. Well done. Dude, last year I got Vinick. I had to do something. And I'm so sorry if my last answer seems so super generic and processed. As you were asking me that, I saw Dave taking his jacket off, which is the sign that I need to like go. Because he is the tallest yet most elusive man at Amelie Arena when I'm trying to find him for like an interview or something. Any other time, I'm like, oh, Dave, we're walking into the bathroom at the same time. It's weird, but I can't find him anytime. I'm looking for him for an interview, so I knew that was my go time. Well, you did great, as always. You did a fine job of capturing the excitement that is down there at the uh, Amelie Arena. We hope that you can bring the lightning some good luck, and uh, thank you for making time for us, Danielle. We look forward to checking in with you on Friday for Game 2, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Excellent. Well, thank you, Danielle. Good luck tonight. Go Bolts. Bye, dudes. Go Bolts. All right. Bye-bye. Great job, Danielle. You want to make that the new cut of the day? Yeah, that okay. is the new cut of the day. I mean, getting Andrew Chuck. The, the guy is such an ambassador, man. I mean, that's his job. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and he's really good at it. It's like saying, you are such a radio host. <laughs> yes, I am. He's so big. He's just so, like. Okay. I mean, he's he's a Hulk. Well, he was a he was a player. I know. Yeah, right there. Hoisting the. So he was on the Stanley Cup winning uh, team. No, they just uh, yeah, they just put a lightning jersey on and have him hoisting the Look, cup. Earlier, Dennis photoshopped Gwyneth Paltrow putting spray cheese in her mouth. I thought he might have taken Dave Anderchuk's face and put it on somebody's. Yes, he was mind. on the team that won the cup. I, I what the that. hell? I knew that. What it do, my peeps? Welcome to the Drew Grabo live hitting cut of the day. Enjoy. In the studio with us right now, Stevie Y himself, Steve Eiserman, to promote the 2012 Tampa Bay Heart Walk. See, you are nervous. I am indeed. I didn't think I would be, but we pretty much got the Michael Jordan of hockey in here with us. Is it okay if we call you Stevie Y? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, in management now, so I, I prefer Steve, but we can do Steve. Yeah, Steve. Oh, geez, good job. Just, like, for, just like Steve. old times. <laughs> <laughs> now, Steve's here to promote the 2012 Tampa Bay Heart Walk. It's going to be tomorrow at Raymond James Stadium. You can still sign up, tampabayheartwalk.org. Activities begin at 8. Walk begins at 9. Danielle will have breakfast cooked for everyone at 7.30, so make sure you so, show up early for that. Danielle is going to do the uh, heart walk. And, man, thank you so much for being here, Steve. Oh, we appreciate it. My pleasure. Enjoy it. No uh, problem. Mr. Eisman, if you were doing if the season was happening right now would you still be doing all this promotion for the heart walk or do you have some free time on your hands uh have more time than the <laughs> normal obviously but depending on the schedule uh yeah we'd probably whether it was today or another day uh, uh make arrangements to get out and, and promote the heart walk when when the lightning got involved we set a goal to have the biggest heart walk ever the most walkers raise the most money and we're on target to do that so uh you guys having us here on air helping to promote it trying to encourage anybody last minute if they want to come out tomorrow 
uh, there's there's more than enough room to accommodate you. Awesome. Get out there as the activities begin at 8. And if you raise a minimum of 100 bucks, you get a HeartWalk t-shirt. You can participate by joining or starting a company team or by collecting donations as an individual or a family. It's a great cause, and we want everybody to show up. Now I was doing my research on you, Steve, and I'll be honest with you. I am not much of a hockey guy. I know I have my Bolts t-shirt on, uh, but I'm a basketball guy first and foremost. But you are a legend, and uh, in reading about you, I saw that your first year when you were drafted, you went to a minor league hockey franchise. Is that correct? Uh, when I was drafted, actually, by the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, no, I, as an 18-year-old, out of I was playing uh, in, in in Ontario and Canada, and was able, to, surprisingly to myself, made the team in Detroit. Uh, they were a rebuilding team. Uh, they had a lot of jobs open, and I was able to, to stick with the team as an 18-year-old and stayed with them throughout my career. What was attractive about Tampa Bay when you decided to come here? Uh, Stamkos, St. Louis, uh, Le Cavalier, you know, they had a, a good nucleus of players. Um, uh, Jeff Finnick, an outstanding, uh, you know, a new owner to the league. My meetings with him were, I came away really impressed and, and I thought, Hey, this is a good opportunity. I really wanted to be a general manager in this league, run an organization. Uh, I, I thought there was a lot of things in place that made it very attractive here. Were you surprised by the amount of passion and knowledge that the Tampa Bay hockey fans seem to have for the Lightning? I mean, we are in Florida after all. Yeah, you know, I played uh, in Tampa as a player uh, coming in with the Red Wings, and the building was always, you know, I played in all three different buildings that the Lightning played in, at the fairgrounds, at the uh, uh, at the Trop, and then, uh, you know, uh, once or twice at the Forum. The building was always full, so, you know, it, it kind of has a, a nice following what – what I've really appreciated in in the two years, the two seasons that I've been here, is is the passion that our that our fans. We have a good core and good nucleus of, of season ticket holders, people who follow the team, and you know, you go to a game, people know what they're watching, they know what they want, uh, they know when a, a game is played well, when a team is playing poorly. So, you know, it's a good community. You got, uh, I believe, the game is is you know, it attracts fans if people come out and see it and wa- watch. It's an entertaining product. People will like the game. Even you know, uh, people from Florida who didn't grow up around the game will, will will be drawn to it because it is an exciting thing to watch. What about the people that just want to see the fights? Are you okay with them? You know, you get them out there, then they actually turn into hockey fans. Yeah, I, you know, unfortunately, our sport, you know, uh, has you know, there's they allow fighting in the game, and you do see it, and it's promoted, and uh, uh, it does bring people out of their seats. Uh, it's being phased out really just evolution of the, the sport is changing. There isn't as much. We, we, uh, as an organization, the way we're built or the way I'm building a team, the teams that I played on didn't have, you know, it wasn't built around, uh, intimidation or for, I'm looking for more skill, uh, uh, speed, um, intelligence and competitiveness, but it's, it happens and it happens in the other sports occasionally, even sure. they, they don't allow fighting, but you know, sports and, and competition brings out, uh, uh, you know, you, you every now and then a guy loses it for whatever reason, and that happens in all sports. But I think it's uh, it's a misconception that, that, that is it's a big part of the game. It's a very small part of it. We've got Steve Eiserman in the studio with us promoting the 2012 Tampa Bay Heart Walk. Uh, Steve, what do you think about Tampa Bay as a sports town overall? A lot of people like to knock the Buccaneers because they don't sell out all their games, and they like to knock the Rays because they're not selling out every single night. Uh, when you, I mean, you've been in Detroit, you've been in major sports towns. What do you think about Tampa Bay overall as a sports city? Well, uh, to, with you have uh, all the sports here, plus college sports, yeah. Um, and great weather that people are very active. Like uh, it's one thing that I notice is how active whether people are out biking, uh, running, or out on the water paddling, whatnot. People are always doing something. So whether they're watching or doing their own thing, 
you got a lot of competition, so right. it's difficult for uh, for people. And really, I, I um, you know, you mentioned teams not selling out. Well, economy has a lot to do with that. In mm-hmm. Florida, you know, I I played in Det- Detroit, and at the end of my career, was in, uh, the economy hit Michigan hard as well. You know, the downturn in the economy that has an effect. I, this is a great sports area, Florida in general. I mean, you you know, and it's not just football and baseball, but all sports, they follow it. So uh, this is a good community, but we have a lot of competition. All the teams have competition. We have to have a good product, and we have to run a good business. Yeah, and it's not like they're just competing with each other. They're competing with the great weather outside, with the amount of entertainment there is, with Bush Gardens up the road. you got so many options that uh, it's not just hockey versus baseball versus football. It's hockey versus everything else in the world. Exactly. Uh, we've got Steve Eiserman promoting the 2012 uh, Tampa Bay Heart Walk. All right, here's a question I thought of last night. Steve, who doesn't like Steve Eiserman? Canada loves Love Steve Eiserman. Detroit Red Wings fans love Steve Eiserman. Tampa Bay fans love Steve Eiserman. Who does not like Steve Eiserman? <laughs> That's a good question. Well, there's days my wife's not a real fan <laughs> of me. Um, uh, I think you'd find a few people in Colorado that uh, right. uh, aren't big fans of anybody associated with the Red Wings. But, okay. you know, I, I'm, my goal is five years from now, ten years from now, the people in Tampa Bay still like Steve Eiserman. I've got a job to do with certain goals that I want to accomplish uh, uh, here, and I'm hoping we can do that. And uh, I believe with the, the, the people that uh, I have around me and the organization that, that we'll be able to accomplish those goals. Now, as a player, Steve, I'm sure you would, uh, before a game and, d- and during a game, you get that adrenaline that you're out on the ice, you know, you're in it. Do you still get anything even close to that? Like when you sign somebody or when something really cool happens at work, is it at all similar, the endorphins running through your body or is it just a completely separate thing uh no it's very similar like uh, again i i enjoy being uh staying in the game uh because the wins and losses matter now you know as a manager you know obviously you're not out on the ice experience and the same thing as a player but wins are wins and losses really matter uh you do get competitive even even whether it's making a trade or or signing a contract that's the one part yeah you don't necessarily try to win and that you know you try to make a deal that's one thing that's a change and we do get competitive and you know you're you're like just negotiating a contract for example thinking you're trying to win everything thinking you're trying to win every trade you never end up getting deals done you have to be fair and ideally everybody wins and that's how you're I think you become successful as a manager but sitting there watching your team play wins and losses absolutely it's the same you have that same feeling as a player are you on edge the whole time you're watching the lightning player can you sit down and enjoy them or is it tough for you to do that it uh, depends on the situation, you know, the, the uh, importance of the game. Well, you know, obviously a game in the preseason you're watching differently than a game in the regular season, and game seven of the conference finals you're, is even different. But what I try to do, uh, I try to watch them objectively as, as the manager of the team. You know, the players are out there making the biggest difference. The coach is behind the bench doing his thing, making his line changes, adjustments during the game. As a manager, I try to watch. I'm watching our players, uh, assessing our players, trying to figure out, you know, what do we need to do to be better as an organization. We're trying to watch the other team. What players do you like from them? Because it's really important to know players around the league. So you got a lot going on, but I try to look at it at the bigger picture more so than what's necessarily happening in the game. We've got Steve Eiserman in the studio from the Tampa Bay Lightning promoting the 2012 Tampa Bay Heart Walk. It is tomorrow at Raymond James Stadium. Get signed up at tampabayheartwalk.org. If you ever have insight for a player, do you go directly to that player or do you let the coaching staff handle all of that? For the most part, I leave it to the coaches. You know, they're they're the direct uh, link to the players. On occasion, just because I did play for a long time, I may once in a while pop in and see a player more. Not so much on uh, maybe things the team are doing, but uh, maybe individual, an individual skill or a thing that I see a player that maybe I've got something that I can offer to him uh, that may help. Uh, But generally, er everything 
really works through the coach. You know, I, I talk directly to him. I stay out of the locker room. Uh, it's between, you know, the coaches and the oh, yeah. players. That's their domain. Uh, I go down to the coaches' offices down there. But, again, I'll try and help the players out occasionally on something, on a, on a little skill. But um, I leave it really to the coaching staff. Not a Mark Cuban kind of guy where you feel like you need to have your hands on every little decision that they make. Yeah. <laughs> try not to be. <laughs> right. you know, it's hard. You get passionate about it. And you love your team and your players and you want, you want to be involved. But I just – my management style is, you know – hire the best people and, and let them do their thing, giving them what they need to be successful and try and stay out of their way. Right. You got a second to hang out with us for another break? I'm fine. All Excellent. right. 877-327-9797. We don't normally take questions because we don't trust our listeners that much. However, <laughs> in this instance, we know we have a lot of Lightning fans and we know they probably have some questions for you, Steve. So we do have some great prizes, a 12-month gold membership to Xbox Live. Wait, we're going to give those away if people get a chance to talk to Steve Eiserman? You don't. You think that's a prize enough that they get to speak I, I really to Stevie do. I, I think it is. I would say so. <laughs> All right. It's Seven seven three two seven ninety seven ninety seven. You get absolutely nothing but the privilege of speaking with Stevie Y. We were just talking to Steve Eiserman about you two, and uh, you got to meet Bono when you were up in Detroit. Yeah, a couple of years ago, a friend, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, uh, his son's friend, uh, father was the uh, head of his security team or something. And we were able to get, before the show get a chance to spend a couple minutes with him and talk to him, ask him a few questions. And Man. Pictures. Yeah, very exciting. And you said you hung out in a bar one time with Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam? <laughs> <laughs> I did, yeah. I, um, actually, it was in Vancouver. Uh, Eddie, uh, Eddie Vedder was friends with Chris Chelios, a teammate of mine in Detroit, and he came up to spend some time with Chris, so we got a chance uh, just to sit with him in a, a hotel lounge and <laughs> he and his wife and and talk, you know, just sit and talk. He was very, uh, very down to earth. Wow! And, uh, it was a great evening for us. And I bet he tells people that he got to meet Steve Eiserman too. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Steve Eiserman from the Lightning in with us. The 2012 Tampa Bay Heart Walk is tomorrow at Raymond James Stadium. You can still sign up. TampaBayHeartWalk.org. Uh, show up at eight. The walk begins at nine. No fee to walk, but raise some money. And if you raise a hundred bucks, you're eligible for a Heart Walk T-shirt. Uh, you want to take some phone calls from our wonderful listener, Seth? All right, let's take a chance. Eight seven seven three two seven ninety seven ninety seven. Hey Jason, what's happening? Welcome to the Morning Asks, featuring our special guest Steve Eiserman. How you guys doing today? What up, Jay? Hey, question for Steve: What was the hardest decision that you ever had to make in your professional career, having to do with your personal life? Did you have to say no to something and say yes to your per, uh, professional career? And do you ever think back on it and wonder how your life would be different today? Yeah, well, really, the only the biggest change for me was leaving the Red Wings to come to, to Tampa Bay. That was the toughest decision I had to make. I've been in Detroit uh, since the age of 18 and uh, been in the organization a long time. My kids were born uh, in, in Detroit. So it was a major a major career move for me and uh, uh, a decision I, I spent a lot of time thinking about. Uh, but I look back and I've, I've really enjoyed the change. Uh, I enjoy the challenge. I like being here in Florida. And uh, it's, you know, another step in uh, uh, another phase of my life, which I've really enjoyed. And I'm, I'm glad I've made the decision. Good question, Jason. Thank you, man. Hey, not funny, guys. Have a great day. You do the very same Your thing. Colors are deep. Uh, not usually. You bring the best in them. I don't know you're going to ask me what my favorite song was. <laughs> It'll happen. Trust me. They'll ask about their underpants probably too. What is it, by the way? What's your favorite song? What is song? your favorite song, Steve? Just so we know. Those are the questions Stairway we Stairway to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, what's up, man? Welcome to the Morning X with Steve Eiserman. Hey, thank you. Good morning, guys. What's up, Michael? Steve, I, I grew up a huge Blackhawks fan, so I was never able to really watch you, but I always respected you as a leader. With that, you were probably the youngest captain in NHL history at 19. What was the biggest responsibility you had with that, and how did you kind of bring in the veterans to want to you know, listen to what you had to say over what they wanted to do? 
you know, we had a great group of veterans when I was named captain. Actually, I think I was 21 when I was named the captain in Detroit. But really, I just deferred to the older guys. They controlled the uh, the atmosphere in the locker room, kind of the attitude of the team. For me, I, I really I kept my mouth shut. I went out and I tried <laughs> to work hard and practice and 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 lead by example, so to speak. But anytime there was an issue or whatnot, again, it was the veteran players that I really deferred to. You know, here I am, 21. We had guys anywhere from from the age of 19 to, to 40 on that team. And I'm not in a position as a 21-year-old, even though I'm the captain, to really be dictating to, to the veteran guys that are fathers of children and families and have been in the league a lot longer than me. So fortunately, they were good guys, and you know they respected the fact that I was a captain, but they dictated the attitude and led our team. Great question, man. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Take oh, care, guys. That was good. I'm impressed with our listeners. Where are all these intelligent listeners every other day of the week? Nowhere. <laughs> are they hiding out? Did they somehow find out on a message board that Steve was going to be here? Uh, 877-327-9797. What's up, Hunter? Well, yes, Seth, go oh, ahead. Danielle was saying going, going line to line five. five. Is a good oh, line. Is that Hunter? Hang on, Hunter. That's not you. Uh, hold on one second. We got Richard. Richard, what's up? Welcome to the Morning X with Steve Eiserman. Hey, good morning, guys. Got got a uh, Steve Eiserman. Um Quick question, how do you feel about players playing over in Europe during a lockout? Are you really concerned about them risking a, a very vital injury? I certainly hope that that doesn't happen. I guess, uh, you know, I have mixed emotions about it or mixed feelings about it. Uh, one, you know, I, I want, you know, we want our guy. I'm hopeful that this lockout ends and ends sooner than later and we get our players back. I want them to be in the best shape they possibly can be. I think there's pros and cons to them playing over in Europe. Uh, injury is a concern, but I always, and my approach, even when I played was, you know, I'm going to kind of try and do the things that I want to do, regardless of whether it's on the ice or off the ice. I want to enjoy, uh, my life and I don't, not worried about getting hurt doing it. So, um, you know, the, we got guys here in Tampa that are skating out in Brandon. I know, uh, Marty and Vinny and some of the guys that have chosen not to go to Europe to play. Uh, they're out there skating and practicing. The guys in Europe, I think we have four of them there right now. I hold my breath, uh, uh, but I, I can't worry about it. Um, you know, I really have no control over the situation. So I hope they stay healthy. Uh, the positive is they're playing hockey. They're in, they're in, in, in good shape, and, and we'll get them back. But we are seeing players every day. I'm hearing another report of a player who's coming back with some sort of injury or not. So. Got you, man. Great. Appreciate the call, Richard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess he wasn't happy with the answer. I guess he was. I don't know what he was looking I don't for. Think there. I really answered it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, man. Well, we really appreciate you being here, Steve. Again, everybody, show up for the Heart Walk tomorrow. TampaBayHeartWalk.org. It is tomorrow. The activities begin at eight. The walk starts at nine. I know Danielle, you're going to be out there. I am. And it's my first one. I'm very excited. Did you raise a hundred dollars so you can get a T-shirt? I don't know. I'm going to put it back up on on our Facebook fan page at uh, Facebook.com/slash/TheMorningX. I'm going to donate. Forty-seven dollars to your cause, Danielle. Look at Steve Eiserman and tell him, because then I know for sure you'll well, do Steve, it. Steve, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give her the forty-seven dollars right after the show. I, I'll, I'll, how about fifty? I'll give you fifty. Okay, good. All I right. knew it would raise it by three bucks. I will match that fifty dollars, and you have a hundred dollars right now. And I'm gonna have a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Whatever it takes. That's I don't know what you right. guys got planned tomorrow, but uh, if you're not busy early in the morning, we'd love to have you come out and join us. I think I probably will. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, why, how can you say no to Steve Eiserman for crying out loud? <laughs> I mean, what a week, dude. We had Magic Johnson on the phone earlier, and we've got Steve Eiserman in the studio now. Right. That's unbelievable. We'll have thirty. 30,000 uh, uh, people out there tomorrow. And wow. A lot of them are your uh, avid fans. So oh, Steve, boy. Don't scare us into staying at home, Steve. <laughs> to, to mingle with some of, the, some of your faithful followers. We look forward to it, man. We really, really appreciate you being here. Everybody show up. It's a great cause. TampaBayHeartWalk.org. Sounds like a wonderful event. Go help Danielle raise some money, and uh, we will see you out there. Steve, again, thank you so much for your time. Thank great you. job on what you're doing with the Lightning Man, and congratulations on a stellar career. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.